Do not be afraid. Father, and of the Son, and of the Holy Spirit, the Lord be with you. A very warm welcome to St. Bride's Church in Cambus Lang for the celebration of morning mass, which is the funeral mass for the repose of the soul of Elizabeth Boyle. We welcome uh, to the church today, uh, very especially uh, David and Barbara and Patricia and Cheryl and David and Carla and Lara Jane and Mark and Eddie and of course uh, all our brothers and sisters and family members uh, who are here with us today. Welcome also to neighbours and friends uh, of the family who have joined us for the Mass. As you probably know, uh, on the top of a coffin, the name and the uh, date uh, of a person's death and uh, normally their age also is listed. But what doesn't tell you is, is the, the depth and the character of that person that is within. And today we've come to acknowledge that here in our Mass uh, today, the, the depth, uh, the character, uh, the love and the kindness uh, of this person, and we want to celebrate that here today. To begin the Mass and to offer the Mass more worthily, we once again remember that the first words of the Mass today are that hymn, Do Not Be Afraid, uh, and of course, if there's fear in our hearts, we also remember the joy of the resurrection. To begin the Mass and to offer the Mass more worthily, we first call to mind our sins. I confess to Almighty God and to you, my brothers and sisters, that I have greatly sinned in my thoughts and in my words, in what I have done and in what I have failed to do. 
through my fault, through my fault, through my most grievous fault. Therefore, I ask Blessed Mary, Ever-Virgin, all the angels and saints, and you, my brothers and sisters, to pray for me, the Lord our God. And may Almighty God have mercy on us, forgive us our sins, and bring us to everlasting life. Lord, have mercy. Christ, have mercy. Lord, have mercy. Let us pray. Listen kindly to our prayers, O Lord. As our faith in your Son raised from the dead is deepened, may our hope of resurrection for your departed servant Elizabeth also find new strength. Through our Lord Jesus Christ, your Son, who lives and reigns with you in the unity of the Holy Spirit, one God forever and ever. A reading from the book of Job. Job said, Ah, would that these words of mine were written down, inscribed on some monument, with iron chisel and engraving tool, cut into rock forever. This I know, my avenger lives, and he, the last, will take his stand on earth. After my awakening, he will set me close to him, and from my flesh I shall look on God. He whom I shall see will take my part. These eyes will gaze on him and find him not aloof. This is the word of the Lord. Thanks be to God.
reading from St Paul to the Romans. With God on our side, who can be against us? Since God did not spare his own son, but gave him up to benefit us all, we may be certain after such a gift that he will not refuse anything he can give. Could anyone accuse those that God has chosen? When God acquits, could anyone condemn? Could Christ Jesus? No, he not only died for us, he rose from the dead, and there at God's right hand side, he stands and pleads for us. Nothing, therefore, can come between us and the love of Christ. Even if we are troubled or worried, or being persecuted, or lacking food or clothes, or being threatened or even attacked, these are the trials through which we triumph by the power of him who loved us. For I am certain of this, neither death nor life, no angel, no prince, nothing that exists, nothing still to come, not any power or height or depth, nor any created thing can ever come between us and the love of God made visible in Christ Jesus our Lord. This is the word of the Lord. Please stand. <laughs> Hallelujah. 
The Lord be with you. A reading from the Holy Gospel according to John. And Jesus said to the crowd, All that the Father gives me will come to me, and whoever comes to me I shall not turn them away. Because I have come from heaven not to do my own will, but to do the will of the one who sent me. Now the will of him who sent me is that I should lose nothing of all that he has given to me, and that I should raise it up on the last day. Yes, it's my Father's will, that whoever sees the Son and believes in him shall have eternal life, and that I shall raise them up on the last day. The Gospel of the Lord. Please be seated. As mentioned yesterday evening, Elizabeth died on Easter Day. Few people get that privilege to die on Easter Day when the church on earth and in heaven rejoices at Christ's resurrection. We can't help but thinking today it is most appropriate for someone who has carried a heavy cross for all of these years that she should be taken on the Feast of the Resurrection. After the cross, there is always meant to be the resurrection. So let it be for Elizabeth. After carrying the cross, let there be light. Let there be rest. Let there be a rich heavenly blessing. The darkness has passed. Let the light of the resurrection shine brightly on her face. David told me that the clothes that she is wearing in the coffin today were the same clothes that she wore when she left the wedding reception. They were the clothes that she wore as she left and began her married life with David in 1969. She could never have known that as she left that wedding reception, her marriage would last 49 years and this year would have been their 50th anniversary. Those vows that they made on that day could never have been foreseen what lay ahead, but they were lived with great faithfulness, dedication and love, true to the end. Those clothes that she wears today, those same clothes which she uh, began her married life with, are now the clothes which she goes to God to begin a heavenly life of grace, She leaves this earth dressed in the clothes that she once wore to begin an adventure. These are the same clothes that she wears to begin this new adventure of grace. The readings at Mass today remind us of faith. Some people, as you know, are blessed in life with a strong faith. And Elizabeth certainly seemed to have been one of those people who was blessed with a strong faith in life. The family recalled the novenas of prayers that she said, special times set aside in the day, and she never ever liked to be disturbed when she had started them. Faith in prayers meant everything to her. And she had great faith all of her days. Even in those years of illness, that faith remained alive, a light burning brightly, which never dimmed, 
and certainly did not go out. Nothing could come between her and the love of God. Just like the reading of Mass says today, not even this hardest of illnesses. She was a daughter of Patrick and Rosina McMullen. She was one of a family of 13 children. Pat and John and Colm and Bernadette have now gone, and others of family too. As a youngster, she attended St. Charles's and St. Bride's schools. She went on to Eastfield College uh, for typing. She was a very bright girl, very hard-working. Her later working life would see her working late into the night, and after a couple of hours sleep, returning to work once again. She was exceptionally conscientious in anything that she did. She met her future husband, David, uh, living in the same area. I have to tell you, they get off to a bad start. Misunderstanding, apparently, about a dog. Things didn't get better when Elizabeth stood David up at a party. But things uh, got better eventually. And, of course, they were eventually married in November 1969. It was to be a very strong marriage in which they loved each other very much indeed. Two children were born from the marriage, Barbara and Patricia, and four grandchildren were also to be added in time, Cheryl and David and Carla and Lara Jane. Both David and Elizabeth loved their children and grandchildren very much, and of course the grandchildren loved their nana and papa very much too. They were bound by strong family bonds. For the last 13 years, Elizabeth was afflicted by a serious illness, first through a stroke and then through progressive dementia. The doctor's recommendation was for long-term care in a home, but David was adamant that Liz should return home where he and the family would look after her. They began a remarkable work of care, love and attention that lasted all of these years. Few families could have done this. It says a great deal for David, their daughters, and the children for what they have done. It was a love beyond love, kindness beyond kindness. It was a life of love and devotion. Elizabeth was greatly loved uh, by David, her daughters, the grandchildren, family and friend, friends. We recognise today that that love itself doesn't end here, but will go on for the rest of their lives and also into eternity. God has created us for love. He has created us to live a life of love. Today, if anything, reminds us of that. That love binds us together, doesn't go up, doesn't end, goes on forever. That love that David and the family and friends had for Elizabeth will never end, for God has made us, every one of us, for love. For Elizabeth today, may God grant her peace and blessings at the end of the earthly journey. She returns to her maker, who created her and loved her. Please stand. We come to our loving Father, asking him to give eternal rest to the departed and comfort and hope to the living. 
for the family of the church, that we may grow in our faith in the power of Jesus over sin and death. We pray to the Lord. Lord, hear our prayer. For the leaders of nations, that they may promote peace and justice in the world, we pray to the Lord. Lord, hear our prayer. For those who mourn their loss, especially the family and friends of our sister Elizabeth, that their grief may be lightened by the risen Christ and his promise to unite us again in our heavenly home. We pray to the Lord. Lord, hear our prayer. For Elizabeth, our sister, who sleeps in the Lord, that she may be raised up on the last day and receive the reward of her goodness. We pray to the Lord. Lord, hear our prayer. In silent prayer, let us remember our personal needs and intentions. God of our salvation, you reward the just and console those who mourn. Hear our prayers in the name of your risen Son, who lives and reigns forever and ever. Amen. Please be seated. We now join in singing our offertory hymn number 378, I Watch the Sunrise. Following home. 
and pray, dear brothers and sisters, that my sacrifice and yours may be acceptable to God, the Almighty Father. Listen kindly to our prayers, O Lord, as our faith in your Son raised from the dead is deepened. May our hope of resurrection for your departed servant, Elizabeth, also find new strength. Through our Lord Jesus Christ, your Son, who lives and reigns with you in the unity of the Holy Spirit, one God forever and ever. Amen. The Lord be with you. Amen. Lift up your hearts. Amen. Let us give thanks to the Lord our God. Amen. It's truly right and just, our duty and our salvation, always and everywhere to give you thanks, Lord, Holy Father, Almighty and Eternal God. For even though by our own fault we perish, yet by your compassion and your grace, when seized by death according to our sins, we are redeemed through Christ's great victory and with him called back into life. And so with the powers of heaven, we worship you constantly on earth and before you without end we acclaim. Holy, holy, holy Lord God of hosts, heaven and earth are full of your glory. Hosanna in the highest. Blessed is he who comes in the name of the Lord. Hosanna in the highest. You are indeed holy, O Lord, the fount of all holiness. Make holy, therefore, these gifts, we pray, by sending down your Spirit upon them with the dewfall, so that they may become for us the body and blood of our Lord Jesus Christ. At the time he was betrayed and entered willingly into his passion, he took bread and, giving thanks, broke it and gave it to his disciples, saying, Take this, all of you, and eat of it, for this is my body, which will be given up for you. And in a similar way, when supper was ended, he took the chalice, and once more giving thanks, he gave it to his disciples, saying, Take this, all of you, and drink from it, for this is the chalice of my blood, the blood of the new and eternal covenant, which will be poured out for you and for many for the forgiveness of sins. Do this in memory of me. The mystery of faith. We proclaim your death, O Lord, and profess your resurrection until you come again. Therefore, as we celebrate the memorial of his death and resurrection, we offer you, Lord, the bread of life and the chalice of salvation, giving thanks that you've held us worthy to be in your presence and minister to you. Humbly we pray that, sharing in the body and blood of Christ, we may be gathered into one by the Holy Spirit. Remember, Lord, your church spread throughout the world, bring her to the fullness of charity, together with Francis, our Pope, Joseph, our Bishop, and all the clergy. Remember your servant, Elizabeth, whom you have called from this world to yourself. Grant that she who was united with your son in a death like his may also be one with him in his resurrection. And have mercy on us all, we pray, that with the Blessed Virgin Mary, Mother of God, Joseph, her spouse, the Blessed Apostles, and all the saints who have pleased you throughout the ages, we may merit to be coerced to eternal life and may praise and glorify you through your Son, Jesus Christ. Through him and with him and in him, O God Almighty Father, in the unity of the Holy Spirit, all glory and honour is yours forever and ever. I invite you please to stand. We pray together in the words that Jesus has taught us. Our Father, who art in heaven, 
hallowed be thy name. Thy kingdom come, thy will be done on earth as it is in heaven. Give us this day our daily bread and forgive us our trespasses as we forgive those who trespass against us. And lead us not into temptation, but deliver us from evil. Deliver us, Lord, we pray, from every evil. Graciously grant peace in our days, that by the help of your mercy we may always be free from sin and safe from all distress as we await the blessed hope and the coming of our Saviour, Jesus Christ. Lord Jesus Christ, who said to your apostles, Peace I leave you, my peace I give you. Look not in our sins, but in the faith of your church, and graciously grant her peace and unity in accordance with your will, who live and reign forever and ever. And the peace of the Lord be with you always. Let's offer one another a sign of peace and friendship. Lamb of God. Behold the Lamb of God, behold him who takes away the sins of the world. Blessed are those called to the supper of the Lamb. Lord, I am not worthy that you should enter under my roof, but only say the word, and my soul shall be healed. communion hymn is number 470 make me a channel of your peace
singing hymn number 376, Here I Am, Lord.
Let us pray. Grant, we pray, O Lord, that your servant, Elizabeth, for whom you have celebrated this sacrament, may pass over to a new and dwelling light of peace. We ask this to Christ our Lord. Amen. May I ask you please to be seated. Carol's just going to say a few words uh, to the congregation on behalf of our family. A wise man once said, there are some who bring light so great to the world that even after they are gone the light remains. Elizabeth was born in Canvas Lang to parents Patrick and Rosina McMullen, and the third oldest in a family of 13. She married the love of her life, David, almost 50 years ago, in November 1969, and joined the Boyle family. She then went on to have two beautiful daughters, Patricia and Barbara, and four grandchildren, David, Carla, Lara Jean, and myself. Elizabeth worked a few jobs over her life, but no, most notably as a legal secretary for McRobert Solicitors in Glasgow, a job which she loved and she worked at for almost 30 years. My nana was the hardest worker I knew, often working late at night and early in the morning, though she never resented it. She had a job to do and no one done it quite like her, a trait as her grandchildren we hoped to possess. Elizabeth had the kindest soul. She was an incredible woman who adored her family and friends. She was always up for a chat and made friends wherever she went. A testament to the wonderful woman my nana was is the amount of you here today. She had a way of leaving her mark on everyone she met, and that's something that will stay with us as we remember her incredible life and the memories that we hold dear. Just over 13 years ago, my nana took a stroke, and she was diagnosed with dementia. Anyone who knows someone with dementia knows it creates two people, and for us... It was my nana before the stroke and my nana after. And as such, all four of her grandchildren got slightly different versions of nana. But one thing remained was how much she loved us and how much we adored her. My nana was some woman. She was full of fun and life. And as my family, we have so many memories. Whether she was catching out my mum and my auntie on their way to school when they'd sneak their blazers off into their school bags and she'd pop up at the train station or telling my papa he had to make more effort to chat to people because he was just too quiet. On one such holiday, he decided to take this advice and chat to someone in the airport. 
only for this man to go on a rant about the poll tax when their flight was delayed. That was swiftly put to bed and my papa was never again encouraged to chat to anybody. Yeah, I, Elizabeth loved nothing more than taking her grandkids to the swing park. Even though it was around the corner from the house, she'd pack enough to feed the village and she'd keep everybody going and she'd normally beat us to the swings. You always got a warm welcome in my nana's house, although it did take about five hours to go and get the tea on that she'd promised because she was too busy chatting. And your tea then was uh, a cup of hot water with a wave of a tea bag, just how she liked it. She loved being around people and so many of you here today were friends that became family because of what you meant to my nana. You made her happy. She loved life and loved people, and now our family are surrounded by that love. My nana seemed to become everybody's nana. Whether it was family, friends or neighbours, everyone turned to nana. As hard as the past few years have been, I've also been lucky enough to witness the most beautiful of relationships, that between Elizabeth and David. It's rare nowadays in today's world that we see a love so strong and unconditional that someone would adjust their entire life and devote it to caring for their partner. But that is the shining example of true love that we see between my grandparents and have seen for our entire lives. Despite their differences, I've never met two people more perfect for or devoted to each other and the greatest example of true love. Today, we celebrate the life of Elizabeth Boyle, wife, mother, auntie, sister, friend and nana the greatest inspiration of determination, love and kindness. Every day without you is a little bit harder, but your example and your love guide the way. We also want to take this opportunity to say some thanks. We want to thank everybody for their kind words and their support over these past few days. We're very grateful for our family and friends during this time. A special thank you goes out to Auntie Sheila and Auntie Margaret. You have been my papa's right hand side and we are forever grateful. A thank you to our amazing neighbours in Newton Village. You have been invaluable friends to not only Elizabeth and David, but to our whole family. A thank you for being there in times of need. One of our biggest thank yous goes out to Elizabeth's carers. All the ladies and few gents who have been in and out of the house over the past four years. You became part of our family and we cannot explain how your love, care and attention towards my nana gave us invaluable time. We couldn't have kept her home without you. And we will miss seeing your smiley faces every day, especially the drugs. They will most definitely miss you bringing in their treats. Thank you very much. Stand. Oh, 
Now join in singing our final hymn, number 706, Walk With Me. Don't say- 